Welcome to the Life in the Stocks podcast, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Matt Stocks. I'm the host, and the show features unedited, in-depth, candid conversations with a wide range of musicians, actors, comedians, and creatives. If you're not already, be sure to subscribe to Life in the Stocks on your favorite podcast platform. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and indeed all major podcast platforms. Be sure to give me a follow on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as well, at MattStocksDJ. That way you can keep up to date with all of my live Q&A dates, my DJ performances, and of course, who's coming up on the show as well. But without further ado, let's crack on with the show, shall we? Here we go. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You alrighty, Tony? D-Train, what's happening, my brother? Just uh, looking at this rain coming from the sky, confused. Have you got some rain in Cumbran, have you? You're in the valleys, boy. They kind of hover over, don't they? I guess the clouds get trapped. Man. Hey, just quickly. What's going on? Are we, are we, are we live? What's the deal? We're live, mate. You're on the air. You're on the big show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, what's the rules? What's the rules? Get the rules out now, man, because I just thought this is like a what's up call. The rules are... The rules are there. There are no rules, dude. You can say and do whatever you want. Uh, all we're going to do is have a chat <laughs> and a, a catch-up, uh, and then we're going to play some songs which you picked to soundtrack to the end of the world. Ah, are those rules right. agreeable with you? Um, well, <laughs> as, long as, I, as long as I can just, I can freestyle on the mic, we're good. Right. You can you freestyle know, like, on the mic, Eminem style. Give me your best rap now. Go. What, what, Is lockdown getting to you? <laughs> Fuck. To be honest, man, fucking lockdown. Shit, I'm really, really fucking. I'm one of the lucky ones. I'm saying, like, I'm kind of, kind of lucky because lockdown for me, selfishly, you know, if I take, if I take, a, take away the the the, the fucking gnarliness of what's going on with like fucking people dying. Yeah. Like if I if I just if we just took that out of the equation. 
and then we talked about lockdown. I don't feel like I'm locked down. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like I'm locked down. I, you know, all right, I can go see my mates and I can go skate, but when I'm not traveling, I'm usually home editing, right? Like editing, like working from my office. And yeah, then yeah, I, yeah. And I live, my, my, my back gate opens onto the fence that goes to the mountain, onto a field. So I could just like fucking walk out of my house and see the fucking sickest landscape and just chill. So it's not that bad. So fucking, you know, yeah, I'm kind of lucky. I was thinking this the other day. I was thinking, I wish I was on lockdown at the Dayton household because you nailed it. Like your house, you've got a nice big garden as well. Um, I gather you've been working on that as well and doing it up. And I saw a video the other night. You got a fucking like drive-in movie theater style backyard cinema thing going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't don't make don't make it sound like MTV like kind of gifted me this like extra special light after Sanchez. It, 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 <laughs> it is. It, you know, it's kind of. It's I nothing think. outlandish, but it is. It's it's a nice area, isn't it? As you say, yeah. you're you're right on the end of a road. You're the last house, so like, the other yeah, side of like, you yeah. is just fields, isn't it? Yeah, I, man, I, I live like in this village, um, and uh, yeah, I got my view. My, I'm looking at. I'm looking at it now. Right, I tell you what, I'm looking at right now. I'm looking out uh, over a field, and then like a couple of like trees, and then in the distance there's Newport. And I can see past Newport and the docks over to Bristol, uh, over the over the Bristol Channel. And I can see um, the planes and shit. Like really, if I like put like if I zoom in, I can see like planes in the evening uh, landing at Filton Airport. Okay, and uh, I can see boats and shit floating about. So I, fuck. I mean, I've got imagination as well. So like, I don't need much to to, to get going. So I'm fucking. I'm, I'm golden. Let me ask you this, dude. Can you usually see that far, or have you noticed the sky clearing up because um, of the reduction in pollution, because of people staying indoors and not driving and travelling and, and moving about? Is it yeah, clearer than it think, usually is? I think, you know, I asked me that question. It's like I was thinking about it. I've been thinking about it quite a bit. Because, <clears throat> like, so when I go for my walk, just to put you in the picture, like, um... If I walk 30 minutes hike, like a brutal land busting, like 30 minute hike straight up, up this, up this like farm lane, uh, I'm on Tumbala Mountain. It's like kind of quite a like mystical, famous mountain from like back in the day where all like different tribes would like fight off the Romans and shit. So like that's my, that's my spot. So when I go up there with my dogs, my walks, I go up there like... Just not long before sunset, yeah. So I get to see. I'm not not being all like you know. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> but that view, that view up there, right? That view up and across is like almost 360, and it's definitely clearer. There you go. So there is it's some benefits. It's like, it's like. How can I explain it? It's like. Um, putting a filter on when you're Instagram photos. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it seems to be the way, doesn't it? A lot of news-like stories are surfacing of, you know, water clearing up, ozone layers rehealing, the air clearing yeah. up. Obviously, uh, pollution is reducing drastically, um, so it's not yeah. all bad. Obviously, the death toll is getting pretty gnarly, and it's increasing more and more each yeah. day, and that's yeah. fucked. Um, dude, let's break for your first song. I've got loads I want to talk to you about. You've picked out five as everybody has. Your first one, 
Uh, a bit of Primus, you slinky motherfucker. Um, well, I Matt, Matt, I just, I just wanted to say this now, right? Like, so, you know, five tracks. So, it's like, I'm you asking me this question now, right? So, yeah. like, that could change in like two hours, okay? Because it's music. Well, the world's going to be over in two hours, mate. <laughs> oh shit! We better, we, better, we, better, we, better fuck, we better fucking slam these people with some fucking primer shit. We, we better kick out yeah. the jams. Dayton did have eight songs, but I told him to get rid of three. Um, I t- I'll tell you this though, mate. Pritchard tried to sneak in as one of his songs the entire Queen Live Aid gig as one track. <laughs> I was like, I'm not playing all of that. <laughs> of, course, of course he did. Um, like, yeah, I, I mean, there's a couple of tracks. The tracks I've chosen are for different reasons, obviously. But you know, fuck, you know, we got, we got let, we got let, let hell know. It's the end of the earth. It's the end of the world. Shit's going down south. We got let know the motherfuckers down south and the bastards are coming.
So, dude, just before we went into lockdown, uh, you've been up to some pretty cool stuff. I wanted to talk to you about a couple of trips in particular. The first one, going out to Dubai. Pritchard was obviously out there with you as well. Um, Chris Markovich, you went out there, the 40 Skateboard Company guys. How was that trip? I mean, I bet it seems like a lifetime ago now, but what's your, you know, overlasting memories from whilst you were out there skating every day, beautiful weather, beautiful scenery? Was it a good time? Well, I just got back from LA, right, uh, doing stuff for the same company, 40 yeah. Skate Co. Yeah. So um, that was the last trip I was on. But before that, uh, just before Christmas, uh, we was out in Dubai just, yeah, skating, um, shooting a video and just hanging out. Like a little mini skate tour, basically, for like, for like you know, for us, for us like, kind of... For you um, over 40s. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the, that's the vibe yeah. of the company, isn't it? Down with a Zimmer, Zimmer frame man, then. Like, basically, <laughs> well, Pritch did crack his back, right? First oh, day. Well, this is the thing, right? I don't get to skate with Pritch that often. Like, Pritch is into his, like, all his ultra uh, ultra mountains, and, like, he, I think he kind of, like, needs to kind of be careful because, like, he takes it pretty seriously. Yeah. And, um, uh, Whatever he does, he goes 200%, right? Yeah. So, number one, he, he surprised me at Heathrow Airport. I didn't even know he was coming, he just turned up. He was at the airport, so like instantly the trip was on, wouldn't it? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This has taken a new, a new course. <laughs> yeah, I was going out to like you know shoot this video and and, uh, and do some work as well at the same time. So I did, I stayed on after the trip and I did some work for like this uh, this company because like, I I shoot and um, direct produce branded content for different yada yadas. Let's not go down that route. But anyway, <laughs> um, I can just let you know. Um, yeah, it was a sick trip, but. Like I think on day two, Pritch is just finding his legs. He hadn't been he hadn't really been skating that much, but Pritch is Pritch can just like get on a skateboard and pretty soon just be back to the old MP, like old beast level. Yeah, um, and we at this one skate park. I'm like, dude, like hold back. There's, we're gonna go to this place next called Damak Hills, and it's like it's everything you want in a skate park. Because I know the way Pritch. I know what Pritch is into skating. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to get this trick quickly on this quarter pipe. It was like a quarter pipe, like maybe eight foot with like this gap in the middle. It was like a wave. He was like kind of like grinding over this like big gap. And uh, I said, dude, you need to lean lean forward. You're leaning too far back. And before I knew it, he was on the ground and uh, he, he couldn't speak. He was like doing a little backspin. His little feet were going like he was in a hamster wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he, he, he'd written himself off for the whole trip on day two. Oh, man. It looked gnarly. I've set, I've, you showed me the little the clip of it, and it's like a thud, isn't it? It's a real slam. Yeah, it's... Um, he looked, <laughs> and he on the floor looking up at me. I was like, I can't help you, man. It's done. It's real done. I, 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 I wanted to, you know, like, in Star Wars, like, give him, like, the touch and get it back to normal. <laughs> it was out, <laughs> of, your, out of your skill set. I was, you know, it was like, looking at a car crash already up and I was just turned away. I was like, fuck. He's fucked up. <laughs> I, he completely fucked. He broke his back. He actually broke his fucking back. And obviously that wrote him off for all his, you know, training and, and everything once he got home as well, right? So he's been oh, he's been out of action going stir crazy. I spoke to him. He was one of the first people to do this show. I haven't caught up with him in a while though and I've noticed he's gone off Facebook. Have you uh, have you been in touch with him? Is he all right? Yeah, yeah. I've got chores. Yeah, you know. 
going to chat with my boyfriend every now and again. <laughs> he seems to be removing himself one by one from all the social media platforms. Twitter was the first to go. Now Facebook. Think, um, <laughs> well, this is interesting, though, isn't it? It's like, I think this is a time like where a lot of people are relapsing on like on different habits and stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And like, if a lot of people, you know, listen, you know, people are training, they do stuff, and they they have their medication through being outdoors and doing stuff. So someone like Pritch, who he just broke his back. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he was out of action for what two months or so? Was it pre yeah, pre lockdown? That kind of, yeah, I don't know if he spoke about it yet. I didn't get, I didn't got to listen to his um, his PCW yet, but see, he broke his back, um, couldn't train. That set him off on a bit of a downward spiral because of like the way his brain works in depression. Yeah. And then he's just getting better, and then this stuff kicks off. So I think he started drinking in the house and, and watching <laughs> too much news and not being able to exercise, and yeah, got to the point where I think he was just, uh, his brain had had enough quite quickly. Yeah. So now he's just, just all his socials off he's just had this like bike this like mad like triathlon like in the house training bike with like a big like <laughs> yeah he said when I, when I spoke to him he said he'd ordered that and that was arriving and he was basically just gonna like forest gump it but cycle on the spot in the house <laughs> just, yeah, ne- just never stop like, it's perfect man it's, it's perfect for him because he can train and like he can go online and race all his mates and they can like they can do sections of the of like um uh, the Tour de France, the Tour de France, they can race around New York, and they're all on these bikes, and you can see each other on the screen. It's pretty sick setup, man. It's, it's kind of like a combination between a video game and real life exercise. It's like fucking Tron futuristic shit, that is. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. Listen to this, like his neighbours next door. I'm like, dude, I, I know you've got your headphones on, you're going into forest gun mode. The noises and the grunting you're making, it, it must like if he, and he gets on that bike for hours. <laughs> hours it's just like it's just like the guy's fucking smashing <laughs> fucking fucking away for hours on end like do you know what i mean like beasting some poor person like something you know fucking hell. i'm sure it's nothing they haven't heard before <laughs> <laughs> he was telling me he's had the same neighbors the whole time as well <laughs> they must be the most patient motherfuckers on earth <laughs> I, don't, I, I have no idea they, they're, they're either they're either completely dead <laughs> well they just imagine. gave up just gave up a long time ago yeah they are, I mean, maybe they have good imaginations dude anyway. so how was um so how was the la trip i haven't spoke to you at all about that and i saw some amazing photos out there that was um i mean what was the purpose of that one because that was with mike right was it just you and him yeah it was uh with one of the owners at 40 skate called mike um so they've they're doing an artist series. So it's a skate, 40 Skate Co. Is, is a skateboard company, right? And um, they hook up people over over the golden age of 40, basically. Um, and they do different... They, they, they gave me a guest board, um, the Evil Dane, with like the kind of like tribute to Evil Dead. I've got like the chainsaw in my hand and shit. So they gave me a guest bro board. And then like they've done it with a bunch of other people that have like kind of done a bit in, the, in skateboarding. Um, well, they so, did Kate's, obviously, didn't they? And I did the podcast with him. So yeah, um, a few people listening to this might be familiar with them. Uh, obviously, the Markovic one was the most recent. I did a few uh, like ads for that one on the podcast as well. So yeah, yeah. yeah, I think I think quite a few people listening will probably be be familiar with it. And uh, I mean, what's what's the next move? Is that what you were out there doing in LA? Was trying to uh, make some new connects? Was it? Well, no. So we yeah. So they've got this uh, deck 
I think it's out, actually out now with uh, a guy called Grant Britton. He's a he's a skate photographer. Right. Uh, so he's like Grant is, I would say, like one of the original skate photographers. Um, he's just done everything. You know, he shot. He's in the area. He, you know, with like I think he shot the. Like, listen, I don't want to kind of like. I'm from Wales, right? You could say I'm a caveman. So when it comes to like trying to speak articulately, articulately about someone, my um, dyslexia just jumbled my brain. So, you got uh, it, you got it. But um, he's an OG. But Van Britton is like an OG skate photographer. You know, in my in my eyes, he's like a hall of famer in skateboarding for shooting and documenting skateboarding from from way back, from the whole of Tony Hawk's career. You know, you name it. He, he lives in California, Oceanside, like kind of like the birthplace of skating. And he's just, you know, he was he started um, Skateboard Magazine. Um, he was, you know, like he's done everything. So like this guy's got um, a board on forty now. He's got a, a, a guest, a guest photographer. Um, he's got like a guest series board with those guys for the photography series. Sorry, nice. And um, my, my piece is to go out, do a little, just and just to interview Grant. And then um, interview Grant and then go skate. But it kind of evolved into like um, a lot of doors got were, were opened by a, um, another pro skater from, well, one of my kind of like a uh, guy I looked up to for skating back and then called Alfonso Rolls. Still amazing, still like a true, like one of the pioneers of skating in my eyes. And Al opened a lot of doors and I ended up interviewing Steve Caballero. Um, you know, That's the picture Al. I saw. Yeah, I saw the picture. You were around his house, right? Yeah, I went and ended up at Steve's at Cab's house. Nice. Uh, Dude, he seems like, like such a nice guy. He was on that Flogging Molly cruise that I did, just yeah, he's kicking it around, guy. watching all the bands. Super, super nice. Been there, done it. Like, complete, a complete legend, you know. And Tiny as well, isn't he? Tiny. He's a small, he's a small guy, man, but <laughs> he makes up for his skating. So, yeah, we went and Steve did an did a interview there. Um, and then it kind of sprawled out. Like, I got, I got to, like, you know, I'm into a lot of different stuff, you know, so I was like, come on, Mike, we got to go to the desert. We're in LA, right? The desert, we got to go to Joshua Tree, you know. Yeah. It's like a special place for me. Um, so we took off to the desert, stayed up there, went to 29 Palms Skate Park. And then, like, the main thing was, like, finding this bowl in the desert uh, at this old nudist colony from the 70s. Wow. So, so yeah, that was, uh, we had to take, like, we had to get a four-wheel drive and, like, go off road for like Christ I'm, I'm not sure how long but yeah you would never find it if like you, you didn't have a guide or or, or fucking iPhone <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 you didn't know exactly what you were looking for yes but it was there it was um, like a fucking set like a, it was in the first very first game video I ever saw Santa Cruz wheels on fire um, like over 30 years ago so to go there 30 years later and it's still there looking exactly as it was in this Santa Cruz video it was a fucking bucket list trip so yeah it's fucking sick dude so good so good that sounds amazing man alright we're going to break for your second track uh, I love that you I love that you put this in the list <laughs> this is real unsettling apocalyptic nasty music right now i like the way when you're going out you don't want to relax it's just no hit me with the good shit <laughs> hey man we've all, we've all got energy haven't we? we we got this energy about us and like i just i just feel like you, you got to play that track and then when we all burn up the fucking energy goes back into the fucking back into the galaxy dude and fucking 
just to create more fire and more fucking torment and hell. <laughs> <laughs> Come to daddy! <laughs>
here's something I want to pick up on. So just before all of this lockdown situation came into play and, and the world shut down, uh, you obviously got to go on a couple of amazing trips. I know you've been on a couple more things as well. You've been traveling a lot through work. And I, I was saying to a couple of people that I've been speaking to, I'm sure you feel the same. I feel really grateful that just before this, I got to go on that European tour that I did and travel yeah. and play shows and, and kind of get my fix, if you will. Um, yeah. Because that's what's, you know, I think given me the the drive and the the incentive to just lock it down and, and ride this out for as long as needs being because I have that fresh memory of, you know, all the potential stuff that can happen again once once lockdown's lifted. Do you feel the same? Like, because you got to do and see all of that cool stuff just before, it's still fresh in your head, keeping you sane, keeping you focused, keeping you grounded? Yeah, it's kind of like, I kind of looked, yeah, so I'd come back off this tour from the States, yeah, and it was, it was, and, I, and, I, and like, I kind of knew that before I left that this was going down, um, but when we actually got like, it's locked down kind of thing, you can't go out with your mates, can't go out, go, go skate with your mates, can't go to the pub, you can't go wash a band, can't go see, you know, I kind of like sat there and I just thought to myself like, fuck, if this was it now, if this was it, would, would you have done the shit you would have wanted us done? Would you be happy? And I'm like, fuck, like, fuck. <laughs> I kind of, yeah, I kind of try to kick the shit out of, of life as much as I can. So, I, you know, I can't complain really. I can't complain. I just feel like for the people that like always talk about shit, don't do it, but like kind of want to do it. Yeah. Fuck, if this was it, if they get another bite of the apple, which we will, fucking go do shit. That's it, isn't it? I don't think you're a person who's passed up many, if any, opportunities. Uh, I think that's why me and you have always connected and shared a lot of common ground is we're not the kind of people that like to talk about something or look at something from afar and go, oh, wouldn't yeah. wouldn't that be nice to do that? I think we're both both very much, there's that thing there. Let's fucking have that. Let's do it. Let's make that happen. Well, you know, fuck, everything is temporary, life is temporary, shit fucking moves on and, you know, we'll be long gone. So it's like, you've got this one opportunity to literally kick the living shit out of life and go and see it and taste it and fucking eat it and fucking be in it and, and wrap yourself up in it. And that's like what I try to do. Like, that's what I've always tried to do. Um, so, you know, I mean, you see that with, with yourself, like, you know, from all the, you know, all the things you do and, and you're just moving and just constantly going. So, you know, and then to be locked down like this, it's, it's just a glitch. It is a glitch in, in, in the time space of all that bullshit. But, yeah. Uh, it's a wee break. I, I not, what's that? It's a wee break. It's a little, it's a little, uh, I can explain. It's a good time to defrag and... Yes. And, 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 like, again, I'll say this, like, it's fucking gnarly what's going on. It's... It, Fuck, it's so insane, I can't really comprehend the, the scale of it. It's just fucked. We're all in it. Like, it's just everybody's in this. Um, so, so while it's going on, it's, you just got to look at it like with the, cup, the glass half full and just use it for every single... All that, that time you've got right now, fucking just smash it. Smash the things you didn't do, which, is, you know, which should be setting up shit in the future. Um, putting all those ideas you've got to plan 
you know, just, yeah, whatever, man. It's just a lot of time to do shit. So just, it's another gift in a bat, in a fucking worst case scenario, if that kind of makes sense. Yeah, man, and it's about making the best of a bad scenario, isn't it? And using that time wisely and productively, as you say, to either A, do the things that you haven't got to do and have always wanted to, apart from if they involve going out and seeing people, um, <laughs> or you lay the seeds and the foundations for stuff which you can do once we're allowed back out again. <laughs> Like getting that yeah. groundwork done. What have you been doing, dude? And what's going on with work? Like, have you got a lot of edit jobs on? Because obviously, at the moment, for the large part, your full time gig is shooting and editing videos, as you mentioned. Obviously, the shooting side of that, you're not going to be able to do for a while. Have you got a few, you know, projects already in the can that you're editing and working on? And is edit work still coming in, or is that all dried up? What's going on with you? Uh, well, so. First of all, on a work aspect, so like I, I, you know, I produce and shoot branded content um, for different companies. I get to work with some really cool companies, actually. Fucking stoked with what I do. But every single job I had just, you know, kind of like evaporated. Right. So, um, but before we went into lockdown, I, I just had a campaign. I was just shooting a campaign for um, uh, Diggies. So, um that took two. That took like a week and a half to edit. So I was busy up until then with editing. But then after that, it was like, right, I'm not going to touch my computer. No, <laughs> you know, because that, like, I'm just going to go in and look. I, I literally, I'm a carpenter. By you no, know, I was a carpenter before the TV and, and the skate stuff. I was a carpenter. Yeah, all so, the um, all the old school Sanchez fans will remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So I gotta be like, listen, I've neglected. So much stuff. You've been neglecting so your woodwork. I've been neglecting the like stuff in the garden. I got quite a big garden, so like I've just been using my time to like um, the de- doing like the deck and the fencing, um, like just cleaning stuff up. You know, just like landscaping, um, um, and just been outside, just been outside in the sun without my hat on to get some sun on this fucking <laughs> completely white chrome dome. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's funny, mate? A lot of people, I've seen this, you've probably seen it too. Guys, I can understand girls because it's a different thing. Like for a woman, I think their haircut is a big part of their confidence. But I see a lot of blokes freaking out, like buying clippers online, having to shave their heads. I'm like, mate, you've been in lockdown for three weeks. Like I only get about three or four haircuts a year anyway. I was like, and, and you don't need to go to work, so just wear a hat. But I've seen so many people freaking out, like, oh, my God, quarantine haircut, quarantine haircut. I'm like, dude, it's been three weeks. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> Not a problem for you, though, is it, Dane? Follow me challenge. But listen, you know, for a, lot, for a lot of people, man, a lot of people that, are, that listen, you know, you and I and a lot of us that are creatives, we kind of probably spent a lot of time in the office or like you know lockdown like producing and creating the stuff and then when you're out you're out yeah but a lot of people they're just out constantly working constantly grinding constantly making money to like you know fucking pay bills and stuff and pay the mortgage or rent whatever so a lot of people have just like gone from out of the house all the time constantly on the go to in the house all the time constantly not on the go and yeah. it must just be like they're not prepped for it and they must be like, wow, what do, I fuck, what do I do? I've done three days. I'm going to go nuts. Let me shave my hair off. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that does make sense. Yeah, because, I mean, your main sort of day-to-day work is editing. 
same with me. I'm emailing and booking guests and editing podcasts and researching. So yeah. my my day-to-day life is pretty much the same. I spend most days indoors all day anyway, unless I've got an interview which I go out for. So, yeah, I get it. They're just like, shit, I'm indoors, I'm stuck, I'm trapped. What do I do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what, yeah, what, 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 you know, they, and they're just like, right, I said what I'm going to do. I'm going to drink loads of booze. And <laughs> shave all my <laughs> hair off, yeah. Oh, dude, you're yeah. over 100 days sober now, right? You're uh, yeah, past the yeah, century yeah. mark? I know, yeah, yeah, I know. I wish I, I, wish I was like 10,000 days sober. I feel like I'm 70 fucking years old, dude. <laughs> <laughs> How, how are you getting on with it? Are you going to be going just indefinitely? What's the plan with it? Well, for me, for me, like I, I love drink. I love a beer. I love the social aspect of it. I love it loosens me up. Like you know, I'm sensitive to sugar. So like you pour in something with alcohol and not a sugar in my system. Number one, I get hyperactive. Number two, I, I you know, I'm just, I lose my shit. So <laughs> I kind of like I love that. I love that side of it. But you know, it's just fucking. All the years of partying and touring and stuff, I'm just like I've done all of that. I kicked the shit out of it, so I'm just trying to trying my best to try and fix my body. And my my body's so jacked, man. I swear to God. <laughs> and, you know, my part my my party is I'd rather go skating, I'd rather go fucking skateboarding and and do shit, right? Yeah. Than be hungover and feel good about about doing that those act, those activities or whatever I'm into then kind of going trying to do it feeling like sludgy and, and like heavy and like just not with it so I'm just kind of that's where I'm at at the moment anyway you know I did five months sober like a while ago but then I got married and that kind of derailed everything <laughs> we should say it wasn't the marriage that threw you off the wagon it was more the stag do's around it, <laughs> it was, uh, yeah like, I, I had everyone taking a piss so hard, man. Right? But anyway, yeah. So I just, just listen. I'm just fucking. I'm sober right now for like booze. I'm booze sober. Yeah. Obviously, um, you're still on the silly lettuce. I'm loving that. Yeah. I've never really been a massive. I've never really smoked weed. <laughs> um, I've never really smoked weed. I didn't really do too much of that until about. Four years ago. I thought you were going to say I've never really smoked weed full stop. That was going to be the end of the sentence. <laughs> no, I don't fucking... Hey, listen. Hey, man. No. I kind of... What, I, what I'm trying to do is like... Because basically, right, I got, I got boredom problems. Like, I'm fucking like ADHD. I get fucking bored quickly. Yeah. You know, I'm not... I don't know whether it was being dropped on my head or like I'm just dyslexia the way your brain works and stuff i'm just fucking I, you know alcohol and me i i can if i i don't depend on having a drink i will just drink until like i fall asleep yeah liam so, gallagher said that he's like you never just have one beer do you never just have one <laughs> but yeah what's the yeah exactly what's the point go and drink water boys you know i drink to get fucked up i love it i've been so, doing uh i've been doing monday to friday basically sober <laughs> Um, initially I was drinking every day for the first like few days of lockdown. I was like, right, it's 11 a.m., let's crack a beer. And then I was like, oh, no, nah, I'm going to need to get some routine here because I'm, for the first time in my life, I actually have routine. I've never usually had routine before. Um, yeah. So now my routine is Monday to Friday as I work and I'm just super productive and pretty much work right up until like sort of 9, 10 p.m. 
and then you know go to bed watch a movie fall asleep repeat and then when it gets to friday or saturday then i just fucking cut loose and go wild so now i'm like a full-on live for the weekend kind of dude getting ready gearing up um let's break for your third track you're gonna go some slayer um i don't think i've ever heard this song before what album's it on oh shit it's off um you're asking me you're asking dyslexia guy fucking what <laughs> album is it off it's off um <laughs> first, the first album jesus christ i'm gonna have a look now you're gonna have i'm gonna have a look now but put it this way right uh, you can go up swinging to this one. You can go slashing and slicing your way through into another dimension while the fucking world burns, and that is why I picked Slayer's Black Magic. Slayer, Black, Magic. Uh, it's on the Show No Mercy. Is that a Slayer record? Is that the first one? There you go. Show No Mercy. Never heard that record in my life. So here's why I've, I've been loving doing these shows because I've been getting introduced either A, to bands I've never heard before or B, to songs by bands that I know but have never heard before. And it's been great, man. I've been building my music library no end. All right, okay. Well, I mean, whilst you're online, go and check out the cover. The, 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 the picture disc for this album is fucking incredible. Is that, is that, is that Satan himself? No, it's nice to mix it up. But like everyone's like it, it, it would be too obvious to pick Rain and Blood. It would you know, so I so I've gone I've gone way back and maybe a lot of people haven't heard um this one from uh, their first album, so uh, I thought I'd put it in there and I thought the lyrics kind of went went well with going to hell.
how's um i imagine uh your wife amy is busy as hell because she works in a pharmacy right i mean what's it like for her is she just run off her feet all day is it, is it chaos yeah she's really busy yeah um i think you know she she is super busy she, yeah. um well, i don't mean to like yeah i don't know what to say really it's just like i actually when it all kicked off i just got back from just got back from la and i'm like what's going on then with work she's like what do you mean it's like what's what's you know what's the precautions and um it was early days in the past you know we're right in the beginning of it she's like well yeah, yeah i won't say too much but yeah, yeah. Just right. said, you're not going to work until everything's in place um so you know all the safety precautions and stuff because there's people like, like fucking hell this is a business at the end of the day the pharmacy's a business right yeah and then there's people that are ill need their prescriptions like whether or not be for diabetes or like high blood pressure or like you know whatever yeah so you know you know but it's a busy it's a busy place regardless of, of what's going on so um she just had to. I just had to make Larry Boss know that, like, she wasn't going to work unless they put the precautions up. Yeah, good you know, for like, her. Yeah. Well, I guess because early on, nobody. Re- I mean, because we weren't being told, were we, from the people up top, the the precautionary elements weren't introduced for you know at least a few weeks, probably a bit too late. And as you say, if late. if you're getting sent to work and you're at risk then, you know, it's like, well, what am I doing here? I'm not getting paid enough for this, so let's fucking put some safety measures in place. So is she going in, like, fucking ET'd up in the big mask and, and gloves and all of that, and is that her well, new she... work uniform? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, be- the beekeeper yeah. costume. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's got at the back every, every time. I was looking at the fridge to see if ET's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she she's... Uh, well, I'd like to think she's um, she's got like all the like safety equipment on now, um, but uh, she, she's happy. She's she's happy, and she, she seems to be um, you know kind of like safe now. But like I had my eye on this a long time, like a while ago, because like I'm on I, I do cruise Twitter and see what's going on, on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter Twitter's brutal, isn't it? You know, it could be quite funny. You can see a lot of they don't they don't fucking they don't sack stuff off on Twitter. You've got to be doing something pretty bad for it to for it to be blocked on Twitter. So I checked that out and I saw this virus like kicking off in Wuhan like uh around Christmas time, maybe. So I was already prepped on it. So like I was I had my eye on it already. So I was like, fuck this this is this isn't like this is pretty serious mind. So like tell your boss you've got to be careful. Fuck Jesus Christ. But yeah, it was quite quite frustrating really. Like I'm not I'm, I'm nothing to do with medicine. But like I can look at it and strategize based on the facts given that this shit is killing people um, and it's come to the UK. So your your the, the GPs are shut, the, the general fact that the doctor's surgeries are shut, right? And everyone's coming to the pharmacies for help, right? Where are the safety precautions? None. So like, you're not going to work until they're in place. And that was that was it. But they're in place now, and she's working, and she's busting her ass. So um, yeah, yeah, she's uh, she's a trooper. All of those years and dirty Sanchez, mate. That was training for this for you, getting your <laughs> getting your precautionary radars fine tuned so you can sense uh, danger coming a mile off. You know, there's a bit of that at play, isn't there? For sure, it's well, common it's sense really kicking like... in. You sort of you you assess the situation. You do a bit of damage control in your head, like risk assessment. 
what can I do to protect myself? Like, it's not a, a big leap from from staying awake on tour and trying to not get fucked over by the Sanchez boys to having your wits about you with a global pandemic. It's not a yeah, massive exactly. stretch. <laughs> exactly. And, like, this is the way I put my thought into it, right? Like, I, I treat it as if, like, there's been a pack of wolves been released out into the open that you can't, they're just so elusive you don't see them. Yeah. Right? And, like, if you fuck up, it's gonna, you're going to get fucking eaten alive. They're going to creep up and get you, right? You're going to get mauled, like yeah. That because, because that's the fucking reality of it. Like, this thing is fucking killing people. And there's all these fucking dumb fucks going around like, oh, I'm hard, I'm hard. Just not, just not giving a fuck. Yeah. Like, this is gnarly, and it will fucking kill you. And if it doesn't kill you, it might kill your fucking granddad, it might kill your mum, it might kill your sister. Yeah. It, it'll fuck you up. So, like, I, I just treat it like, I'm trying to say it my mate's like, like, think of it like this. There's a pack fucking badass fucking pack animals out there and they, 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 they're on the outskirts and you can't see them. And like, if you leave your fucking door open, they might just come in and steal your kids. So just fucking be careful, mop the fuck down and be wise about it. Yeah, have your wits about you and respect it, right? And and approach it with caution. And I think initially people were making fun of it. I certainly was when I didn't know the severity. And then as soon as I began to detect that this was actually pretty high level shit i was like right fuck this fucking get yep. get the food for the week lock it down i mean i i was so hung over after my birthday weekend anyway i just thought i'll stay at home for a few days anyway to recover from this so i was basically on lockdown for about five days before the official lockdown came in anyway and I'm fucking seeing no one, man. Like, I'm just fucking locking it in. I meet up with my mate once a week, and we, you yeah. know, just sort of hang out and catch up. And uh, and that's it. Like, otherwise, it's just fucking... Uh, these, doing these has been keeping me pretty sane. Like, this helps me feel connected to friends all I over think, the world and helps me keep perspective on things. And Yeah, I think you've got it. Like, this is perfect for you, you know? Um if you haven't got anything to do to keep your mind like a goal or something set set out there for you to work towards doing this, and you just sat in the house, you're gonna you're gonna. I, I don't. I mean, I'm not sure. Like, but you know, if you to just go and drink and just do fuck all, like <laughs> this is perfect to keep your mind to keep your mind your mind off shit. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, dude, this is going to be the last episode for a while. I did set myself the challenge of doing one every day for the entirety of lockdown, and I've loved doing them. But because they're quite time consuming and obviously I told yeah. you I told you about my other little project, didn't I? Which which one is that? The old bookie wookie. Are you doing a book? Yeah, did I I told you about that over the phone, I'm sure I did. Oh Christ, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm completely it's read, read it by me again. They might you might <laughs> back up those kind of like <laughs> So when, when I called you on my birthday, because you were in London and we were, yep. we were going to meet up. I wish we had a met up now because I, I don't know when I'll next see you. But you were in London. I was out for dinner with my flatmate. And I was like, oh, dude, well, if you're not coming out, then I can't tell you this news in person. So I'll tell you now over the phone. Oh, shit. I've been offered, been offered a book deal. So this is going to be the last episode of these daily radio shows that I do for a while. Because now I just want to lock down the writing and start getting stuck into the book. And uh, yeah, as much as I'm enjoying doing these, I feel like I need to um, to put pause on the shows for a bit and actually just go down the rabbit hole with the writing because this is prime time for a project yeah. like that, isn't it? Like, there's never going to be a better time for a writing project than 
than right now. So so you're going to be the last episode for a while, oh, Dayton. Yeah. Hey, that's a shame, man. I think, I think like, if you could, you know, I think it's great where you the, the project you've got and you've told me fucking stellar. It's so good. So, like, you've got that. Um, and this is the last one. This is the last one for a while. But, you know, shit. It's a good way of keeping talking, though, man. Maybe we should do some of those Instagram live videos. You can just, like, interview people live on Instagram. You are, you like the cost now. You can do it for the channel, though, can't you? So. Yeah. Well, we should do one of those. We should definitely do one of those. Um, dude, let's break for uh, some Soundgarden, and then we'll come back and uh, we'll wrap up and say our goodbyes. But, yeah, I love this tune, mate. This is a very uh, introspective, heartbreaking like yeah. dark but also beautiful song. I got to see these guys live a couple of times. What a voice! What a band! Um, Black Hole Sun as as uh, <laughs> the solar eclipse comes in. <laughs> it's a perfectly, it's a perfectly uh, fitting space melting acid trip to see this place off. Let's go.
How's, uh, how's Indy getting on? I guess for someone of her age group, this must be... I was thinking about, because all the people I've spoke to have got kids of different ages. Yeah. I think 16 is almost the perfect age to be stuck in the middle of this because you're at a crossroads in your life anyway. So she's just finished school. She's just figuring out the next step. And I feel like right now... Obviously, it's not ideal because someone of Indy's age is going to want to be socialising and seeing her mates. But, you know, she's still got her whole life ahead of her. So many avenues and options to choose from. And if anything, she's just now got more time to to think about it all, right? I mean, how's she getting on with it all? Oh, great. Well, you know, I'd like to think that that's what she's thinking upstairs right now. Um... <laughs> She's at that age, though, dude. She's at that age. I think she's probably like pro at TikTok right now. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's just lo- just loving social media. <laughs> yeah. So she had an apprenticeship um, uh, at this uh, equestrian centre, you know. Yeah. Um, which is the horses and all that horsey stuff. And like, she was loving it, wasn't she? Yeah, she was loving it. So she lost that pretty quickly because they couldn't keep her. So at the moment, she's, um, yeah, she's just um, sleeping until three o'clock. This is reality, right? This is a reality, right? In a perfect world, we they would do everything that you just said. Yeah, yeah. In reality, reality, they get up, these kids get up at like really late, maybe like two-ish, come downstairs, make some food, and they go back to their bedrooms. They go on TikTok. Yeah. They come downstairs to tea at around seven or eight, and they disappear back to the bedroom. And that's it. And what, whatever the fuck they're doing in that space of time is a fucking mystery. <laughs> <laughs> I have no fucking idea. I'm like, I'm like, in. Do you want to make it? Do, do you want to like? Because like my daughter, like she's into makeup and stuff as well. Like they all are that age. I'm like, do you want to, we can make a little cool little YouTube channel and we can do all these tutorials and you can just talk nonsense and, and uh, we'll just make a little channel. Like, I've got all the gear, I've got the best fucking gear to make, like a tear in. I know you do, makeup. mate. But she, she's just like, yeah, like, like it, you know, in the house, I could do it for her right now, just 
sad ever. Yeah. Um, I think it's hard, isn't it, to find that motivation at that age? Because I guess she feels like she's had her whole future ripped away from her because that's the way you think of that age, isn't it? Is, oh, if, you know, one one knockback is like, you know, the end of fucking the world. Um, and I think... Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think the kids are a little bit more... Indy's just like, fuck, I wouldn't want to be 18 this year. <laughs> 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 I was like, what, what are you on about? He's like... Well, imagine I'm trying to have an 18th birthday party now, Dad. It would suck. Like, <laughs> it would suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's great. She's like, what about the festivals? You know, she, she's just thinking about the festivals she could, she could be going to, and they're all fucking, they're all shut. Yeah. You know? Yeah, man, there won't, um, be any, there won't be any festivals this summer, that's for sure. Initially, I thought there might be some come July, August, but I can't fuck. see, I can't even, to be honest, dude, I'm beginning to think that gigs full stop won't happen this year. Because they're going to be the last thing to come back, aren't they? If you think about it, if you think about how gradually right. we're going to go back, obviously your, you know, shops and stuff, and and small restaurants and coffee shops and things like that, where you can contain the numbers. The last thing on earth that they're going to reintroduce in the midst of this is like an open field with between fifty and a hundred thousand people from all over the world, not washing, like just it, like. Festivals are fucking game over for 2020. It sucks, yeah. but that's the that's the hard truth, I think. It is it is it is a hard truth. Um, and like for you, you know, like for yourself and myself, like that's part of your business. You know, that's a part of the way you, you know you, what you do and make money, and, and you're, into, you're into it, and and it's kind of you're living as well. It's uh, yeah, yeah. It's just, it is it, it is what it is. And I think you're right. It's definitely going to be the last thing that comes back which kind of brings us back to normality because it doesn't take a couple of decades with it that are going out still about there now with it to just spread it like wildfire at a fucking festival. That's and it. it. Back to, you are exactly back to where we are now. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Oh, fuck no. Who, know, who knows what the future holds? Like, I, I, you know, it's like you take it, take it as it comes, don't you? But praying that it gets back to the wild west days because those days now feel like the wild west already i can't i mean i as somebody who embraces certain levels of chaos in day-to-day life anyway um i'm not sort of put off or or afraid or anxious about the future at all um i'm kind of excited about it in some ways and i'm just as you say taking each day as it comes living in the moment for the day also, I was thinking this the other night as well. <laughs> I was chatting to my mate. And I was like, you know what's really nice about lockdown is you only engage and talk to people that you want to because <laughs> you're not going out and seeing you know, the general public. So I'm not going to shows. I'm not bumping into people that I might know but not want to see. The only people I'm talking to every single day are people that I actively want to talk to because either I've called them up or they've called me up. And like I was like, that's a kind of cool, like, you know, positive in all of this is zero dickheads in anyone's life. <laughs> oh, there, there we go. Right. So if you go on your phone now and then like you, you go to like your text messages or your messages or whatever it is and, or, and your phone goes and screen grab it, just keep that, keep that and that and you'll look at those numbers. And I looked down on my phone and there's probably about seven people that like been messaging and that's it. Oh, I am in a group chat. I am in a group chat. We do go. You know, have you tried Zoom yet? Zoom. Uh, yeah, we did a table read of Reservoir Dogs. Me and some mates of mine a couple of weeks ago. So we got the script, sat round, gave each other a part, and uh, yeah. and just acted out the movie on Zoom. It was genius. Yeah, 
kidding me? That's that's what you got to do, mate. You got to get all your boys, get Beefy and Kyle, and uh, start. You should do Twin Town. That's exactly what you boys should do. <laughs> we, right? Okay. Where do you go? How do you do this? This is, mate. This is genius. How do you do this? <laughs> you just Google, you know, whatever movie you want. Script that pretty much every script, and you know, for films that are out at least, are available to download from the internet, and you just get it on your phone. And then you just, you know, fucking read through as as if you would. You all sat around the table reading out the roles, acting out the parts. It's fucking hilarious because obviously everybody's shit, but that's what makes it funny. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I, you know what? I love it. I'm just a bit gutted. I'm, well, I'm not gutted. I'm dyslexic, but, you know, that, that does cause problems. I just make things up in between words. But, um, man, I, that, that sounds amazing. So Zoom, so Zoom is fucking great. Look at it. You can have up to 100 people on it. You can do conferences. You can have, you can do gigs. Um, and there was that other app as well. I'm just saying this for like people that are listening. Like if you're listening. Yeah, then, and lost for shit to do. House Party is the other one, isn't it? House Party. I know that's the first one I tried. The only thing with House Party, dude, is like literally I was, I accepted a bunch of people I don't know. Yeah. And then like I would, I would open the app up and all of a sudden someone's looking at me. I'm like, I'm in my, I'm, I'm in the fucking, in my pants, like, you know, fucking. <laughs> it's a bit like pants. chat roulette. Do you remember that thing? I never did that, but it sounds like and reminds me of that. Like, you never right. know who's going to pop up. It could just be some fucking old pervert wanking. <laughs> I am fucking, it's Friday night. I'm going to, I, I pray that chat, chat, chat roulette is still working because I am fucking going on that tonight, man. I, <laughs> I remember that. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, mean, I remember I was there. Uh, in a hotel once with the Kill City team, Kill City skateboard team, and um, I'm not sure we're on tour somewhere, and um, we we put the chat roulette on with my laptop on my laptop, and there's like about eight of us in this fucking room. We'd all been drinking, and uh, we were fucking rolling the dice, and you know there would be some guy fucking with his dick out jerking off, whatever, like some you know what standard shit you'd see on chat roulette, and then there's this fucking this girl came on, she was beautiful, and all the boys, <laughs> all the boys in the room just lit up. And this girl's eyes, you could see her, her eyes lit up when she saw like, I don't know, like eight or nine like skaters just looking at her. <laughs> and they all just started shouting, get them out, get them out. <laughs> yeah, man, she got, yeah, you know. <laughs> you know. She was, she was like from the States, it was like these norks, it was a beautiful moment. The boys, the boys, the boys were happy. The stars yeah. aligned that night. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so like, I would like Zoom with that, anyway, track with that great let's see if that works um but zoom is better because you don't get all the stupid notifications that house party keeps fucking sending you is there a time limit on zoom though i thought it was limited to 40 minutes am i right in thinking that nah, no 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 not it is not no um well dude here's an idea to, to close things off what do you reckon to this go should we do a zoom night pritchard dayton pancho joycey Oh my god, it would be like And we could record it video and audio. If it goes well, get it on YouTube. What you know do you... what? I think we left I think when we did the Sanchez movie we left on a good note. It would just be like if we did a zoom pie between between us, number one you wouldn't be able to understand Punch. Number two, it's <laughs> high, high potential for Joyce Joyce to I I'm I'm not sure what Joyce could do. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure this day and age no i the fucking we would be shut down quite quickly i either that right either that can even descend into exactly what it is well no we just do it like we do with the, one of the live shows with me hosting it asking you questions 
you guys telling stories. Yeah. yeah. I think it would, yeah, well, we'll see. It could be like this. Let me just say this straight up, right? It could be like that, or it could end up just like the fucking episode, like the, the movie Cocoon, where all these old people are like trying to get back in the pool to be dead. <laughs> 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 just being knackered old bastard. Just, well, know. there could be entertainment value in that. <laughs> no, I'm, fucking, I'm, just, I'm just fucking about it. I'm not sure, man, but it could be interesting. I'm not for it. Let's explore that, dude. Um, all right, mate. Listen, what a great catch-up. Always is. Uh, we're going to end with your fifth and final song to soundtrack the end of the world. And I love. I can't believe out of 20 episodes, nobody has picked this yet. Obviously, me and you are on the same page. It's the Fight Club ending. We're going out Tyler Durbin style. Um, yeah. Fucking love this tune, man. This is the Pixies. With where is my mind? Cheers, Dayton. What a great catch-up, my friend. Thanks for having me, man. It's a pleasure. Number 20. Let's bring it back. I want to see this come back. When you can get, get, get your ass locked in on that book and then come back and do some more of these, bro, because we've got another three weeks at least on this lockdown. At least, yeah. I think I'm going to have a week, maybe two weeks off, and then come back, because I think we'll be in lockdown for another couple of months. I, I think, yeah, we... I think, listen, you got something good. Just, just keep, keep going with it, man. We, we need to keep chatting. This is the second longest I've had a conversation outside of, like, you know, my, my close, inner, my, my inner circle mates to live around the block type thing. Like, so it's, uh, it's, it's good, it's good for the brain. It takes you out of the situation. So, um, but yeah, I would just say for everybody else out there, just fucking stay safe, lock, lock the fuck down. And, uh, yeah, you got, you got the internet. Check yourself, city. You got fucking wild. <laughs> Stop.
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.